Hi, I'm Hallie, and I want to welcome you to the Odd Life Podcast. That's spelled A-W-E-D, which stands for Awake, Well, and Empowered. In this space, you will hear inspirational stories, candid and heartfelt conversations, as well as advice from experts, all with the intention of helping women like you live odd AF. Because I believe the more of us that live awake, well, and empowered, the better this world will be. So thank you for being here and welcome to your odd life. Hey everybody, it's Hallie. Welcome back to the podcast. I am sitting in a different spot in my office today. If you are watching, you're going to notice this. If you're listening, you could care less. But if you're watching, I'm sitting in a spot in my office where I normally meditate. I read my personal growth books. I uh, journal, those kinds of things. And I felt like this is the appropriate place to be for the topic I'm going to share today. I was thinking about this because I was really diving into human design again recently. I had had listened to a podcast episode, a friend of mine that I edit her podcast, she was talking about it. I had looked at my human design energy years ago and it's something that I really honestly love a lot because it's so freaking spot on. It's so insane. And if you've never heard of human design, I'm going to put some links in the show notes of what that is, but I thought I would you don't just arrive at human design and like get it. It's something that you have to work your way into. And I think it's someplace that you start at the beginning of a journey down to this place. Like it's, it's not something that you just dive into and understand it. So I really just want to explain how I got here. And when I say here, I mean more of into spirituality. Some call it the woo woo. I call it spirituality. Um, I just think it's a different way of looking at the unknown of what you call the other side, universe, the spiritual side of life. Woo-woo tends to be the negative connotation to spiritual enlightenment, growth, understanding, whatever. And I think it's because people don't understand it. And I know I didn't for a long time. And I think this is why I want to talk about it because for years I was very superficial and not, I don't mean that in like a, I have no depth to myself, but I kept things very much on the surface level. I took them for face value. I didn't dive into things at a deeper level. And I lived a very vanilla life. Let's put it that way. You can take that any way you want. But I grew up going to Lutheran church. And if you don't know about the Lutheran church, it's basically not very far off from kind of the structure of the Catholic church. It's a very specific liturgy that we follow. It's, you know, you start with here, you do this prayer, you do the three lessons from the Bible, you do the sermon, you have Eucharist, and then you wrap up and you're done. And every service was basically the same. A few things varied based on the religious season, but that was basically it. I never really questioned much about it because it's all I ever known. And as I got older and we got married and had kids, started going to a different church. We moved from Nebraska down to Kansas City uh, after we got married and found a church here, a Lutheran church, started going to that. And it was when my kids were roughly like early high school, middle school, that I just wasn't connecting with the service anymore. It was very stiff. Uh, The only thing I really felt moved by was either the sermon, if it landed that day, 
or the music sometimes because they were brought up some nostalgic feelings. A lot of songs are older. They're all older hymns. And it may be a song that my grandmother used to sing or that my mom and dad used to love at church and talk about it after the service or my mother-in-law was her favorite song. However, as I got older, I think I just really wanted to understand more at a deeper level. I just, I felt like there was something more there that I was missing. I think for all of us, our entire family, we just wanted more, something else than what it was giving us at the time. So we had stopped really going to church except for holidays. We were those people. And it wasn't until we went to a church service on vacation, we were in the mountains uh, skiing. We had come down the at the bottom of the mountain at the end of the day, it was Christmas Eve. There was a band that played and we loved them. We'd seen them years before. And they said, they're going to be singing at Christmas Eve service that night. If you want to join, Edmund's welcome to come to this church. And so we went and it was mostly contemporary music, almost all music for the service. And the pastor had come up and spoke for a little bit. He was very casual. He was wearing khakis, his three quarter zip, talking about his family, moving to Colorado, it wasn't necessarily your typical Christmas Eve service, which was actually sort of refreshing because we had been so steeped in all the traditional stuff before that it didn't bring us the same contemplation that it used to. And for some reason, this really felt good. And the kids all mentioned it after the church service, they were saying how much they loved it. If this was our church at home, we'd go all the time. And my husband and I looked at each other like, oh my gosh, we got to, we got to find a new church. So we started close and we thought proximity is important for us. We're kind of late risers on Sunday. So we got to make sure it's someplace that's close. And sure enough, the closest place was five minutes down the road, but it was very, very contemporary, very different from what we were used to, but very similar to what we had just experienced at Christmas Eve. I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's give it a shot. And my family loved it. It's like going to a concert. There's a local pastor that does some speaking, but then the sermon is teleconferenced. Uh, there's a huge screen that comes down. So it's a little different, something to get used to. But at the time it was perfect for our family because the lessons they were talking about were landing for all of us. And it was really important for us to go feel like we're part of something like that and to feel connected to ourselves. And it really just landed at the time. However, at the same time, I'm going through a little bit of a shift in what I believe, how I believe, what I'm dipping my toes into. And so it was 2017 and I was going to a conference. Uh, I was big into essential oils. I still am, but I was big into sharing more about them and talking about it with everybody and uh, teaching people how to use them at that point in time. And the reason I did that, because I was, I and myself had taken a lot of the toxic products out of my home and replaced them with essential oils. They're really the origins of where pharmaceuticals came from, but they're not synthetic like most pharmaceuticals and they are natural and our bodies know how to handle them better. And I just decided to switch out everything in my house and use essential oils for all of our needs. And I still have gobs of them all over my house. A bunch of gals that I, I connected through, they're all my quote unquote team. And we were all going to go to the conference together. And one of the ladies in the group, her name is Carrie. She, it was her 40th birthday. We rented a house, all of us stayed in the house. We um, put together a little party for her. One of my friends, Katie, she pulled out tarot cards and I had never really dove into those. I had no idea anything about them. And she pulled a card for everybody. And 
the cards that were pulled, most of them were like spot on. And so we all would share like, okay, how does this, how does this show up in our life? What is, what does this card mean to you? Interpret this yourself. And we all could say, oh my gosh, I think this is what this means because this is going on. And it all seemed to land. It makes sense. So it was kind of freaky. So that piqued my curiosity. And then the entire next year, we're still going to church, doing all the things. Uh, but I kept wondering more about this world, the world of woo-woo, right? And I started to listen to more podcasts that were talking about intuition. And then that led me to people that were considered intuitives and intuitives, mediums, psychics, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I think intuitive seems to be the less judged title for people. You say psychic or medium and people are like, okay, cuckoo, However, intuitive sounds a little bit more like intuition and we all know what intuition is. So that seems to be a little more acceptable. That's where I was as well. So I started listening to more podcasts about intuition and then getting into the intuitive uh, topics and people that were sharing what they knew. And it was really, really interesting. And I just got more curious and more curious. As I'm listening to all these podcasts, I happened to go to a bookstore. I was looking for a specific book, I think, in the more the soul growth area, spiritual growth area. And there at the bottom were a row of tarot cards. And so I bought a deck of cards. I had no idea what the hell to do with them. And then shortly after that, I went to a store called Energy Within. It's here in Overland Park. And they sell things like these gemstones. I started buying a bunch of them because I liked what they stood for. Number one, I'm a Taurus. I love nature. I love all things earthy and grounding and cozy and beautiful. And a lot of these stones are stunning. And I know you're listening to this. You can't see these, but like this bad boy. I mean, that thing is gorgeous. It's like the ocean. And so I would buy these, try and learn about them. They usually give these little cards that tells you what the stone the energy that it brings and how you can use it in your life. And I started to really get into those. I bought myself a couple of books about crystals and stones and how to use them and the rituals and all these things. Just And it was kind of more of my little thing. I was really keeping it close to me. I wasn't sharing anything about it because I don't want to be accused of being cuckoo, cuckoo. God forbid. Which is so funny because I could care less now. But I really started diving into all these things that were just seemed like they're mystical. There were, there was this kind of aura about this whole thing that seems so intriguing to me. And the next year, next year comes around and I'm going to go back out to the conference again with the same group of friends or most of them. And I'm going to drive this time. And I'm going to drive to get my friend, Carrie the one who was her 40th birthday the year before. We're going to go to Denver. I'm going to stay the night in her house. And then we're going to go the next day. We're going to drive to Salt Lake. And we want to make it a fun road trip, get a chance to catch up and talk. So I'm on the road, I'm driving, and I've got my podcast list going. And I love all of Oprah's Super Soul Sunday conversations. I love Oprah. She's everything. She's everything to me. And uh, I was going through, because I just finished one up. I'm like, I only go through a couple more and see what else she's got going on. And I see this one says your soul's purpose or the soul's purpose, something like that. And I was at that point in my life. I really wanted to know more 
about soulful living. If you remember back in the beginning of the podcast, I talked about books that made a big impact on me. The Untethered Soul was one of them. I had purchased the book years before, but it really didn't pick it up until 2018, 2019. So I, you know that this time frame, I was really getting curious about those kinds of things. So I'm listening to this podcast and it's not at all what I expected. I was expecting more about God and religion and those kinds of things. And this gentleman that was talking, his name was Ainsley McLeod, and he was a medium. And so what he was sharing with Oprah was about his book. And if you're watching, here's the book called The Instruction, Living the Life Your Soul Intended. And Ainsley McLeod, he is from Scotland, I believe. He was talking to Oprah about his journey into becoming a medium and how he was super reluctant. He's like, this is not something I wanted to do. This isn't something that I was going to try and make a ton of money on. He actually ignored a lot of the signs. It wasn't until finally a couple glaring things were hitting him. And he's like, okay, I guess I have to follow this. And he, because he was suppressing it so much, he had gone down the destructive behavior route, drinking, drugs, all kinds of things, anything to, to push the information away. Finally, he embraced it. And then here he is writing a book about all the things he's learned and heard from the downloads he's getting. I know this is kind of woo-woo for some people. And if you've never gone on this route, it's like, what the hell are you talking about? Download is basically information that comes in that's not from you. Um, And so he's getting these downloads from what he calls his spirit guides. And so I'm just really enraptured by this whole conversation, like, whoa. And I am kind of losing it because I understood this. Like it all started to click. I want to preface that the reason why I think this landed for me is because I've always believed in reincarnation. And it's one of the things that I always felt in conflict with, with the church is that it was taught that this is your one life. You die, you go to heaven and you're there for eternity. And I didn't believe that. I didn't believe it because there was something inside me that said I either I had been here before or I just knew that this was part of the soul's growth, that we came here to learn something as a soul, and then we move on to the next level and the next level. And I want to say something really important here, though, too, is both of my parents never talked a ton about this, but I know that we had a conversation when I was older that they both believed they had been here before. We all have a very strong connection to the Native American culture. All of us felt very emotional about it. The whole Native American culture just really, really hits home. I don't know what it is about it. Like Dances with Wolves is my all-time favorite movie. And while it breaks my heart every freaking time, I almost could cry right now thinking about it. I will watch it. Because I feel for those people so much. And my heart breaks every single time I watch that show. Every single time. I'm telling you, you can hear my voice. I want the ending of that movie to be different so bad. I'm watching the Yellowstone series, uh, um, 1883. And I'm watching 1923, I think it is. And watching those Indian boarding schools. Almost couldn't watch. 
there's something in me that tells me. So again, you may think I'm the biggest cuckoo. That's fine. But there's something when you get there someday and you're going to get there someday, you're going to go, I get it. I understand that. I wasn't there even like six, seven years ago, but this part of me, I knew. And both of my parents were raised Lutheran and Methodist all their life, going to church every single Sunday. My grandmother on my dad's side was the organist at church. She was a pillar of the community. My mom's parents were heavy into the church. My, my grandmother, I think, played the organ and she taught music lessons and she was very busy in the church as well. So they grew up in a very traditional church situation, but they both still felt the same thing. So I don't know if I just absorbed that from them or what, but I felt that. So we're going to leave that there. So when I go to church and hear eternal heaven after this lifetime, I had a hard time with some of that stuff. So this is why I think going down this path was really intriguing to me because something about it was telling me you need to know more, more about this. You need to understand this. So when this pops up in my podcast, this guy talking about the soul's purpose and in the podcast, he shares that there's 10 levels to your soul's growth. And he goes through each level and how a person at each level may appear in the world, how they may show up, what their personality may be like. And he says that you may take two or three, maybe four lifetimes for your soul to learn the lesson and to graduate to the next level. Super interesting, kind of crazy. But I was listening to this going, oh my gosh, like this feels right to me. This feels like information I can understand and process and feel like it's in alignment with what I truly believe at a soul level. And then I go see my friend, Carrie, and we stopped at a little store in Evergreen, Colorado. We took the back way through Morrison to Evergreen and went to a little crystal stone shop, uh, messed around a little bit and really explored. And then we went out to Salt Lake and did our thing. And we talked a ton about it. And I told her all the things I was thinking about and what I listened to. And then she was talking about some things and it really just got everything going. And then when I came back, I started to read a lot more books. There was The Untethered Soul. I think I finally, finally read that after that. That led to other books like Universal Human by Gary Zukoff. It was uh, Anatomy of the Spirit by Carolyn Mace. It was Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Just more talk about the universe and the collective energy of the universe and human design. And Carrie and I talked about the human design as well. And she was getting into it and understanding it. And so she helped me find how to figure out what human design is. And you put in some information about yourself and then you get your energy type. And this information about how my energy showed up in the world, how I operate best, how I work best, how my personality works in the world. And it all came at the exact right time. But at that time I was getting a little frustrated with myself because I was trying to figure out why I started and stopped projects, why I was doing this and not this, why I couldn't finish anything, why I had multiple things at one time, like different stuff. And it was me learning about human design and what my energy type was that helped me go, oh my gosh, this all makes so much sense. So what you do is you get your birth date 
the time of day that you were born in this, in the city that you were born in. And you plug this information into the website. There's a couple I'll share here in the show notes. You can go to, you'll get free information to let you know what your energy type is and some basic information. And of course there's paywalls to go past that, to get more in-depth information. Uh, but I was able to figure out my energy type. I'm a manifesting generator and tend to be multi-passionate. So they are led usually to what their heart's telling them to do. So I may do something for a year or two, and then I lose my passion for it, or my heart's telling me to go someplace else, and I follow that path or my intuition or whatever that is, whatever lights me up, basically. And that's how I work best. But for so long, I was shaming myself for starting and stopping things. Like, oh, you never finish anything. You never follow things through. Oh, you do these things thinking this is the thing, and then it's not the thing. Because I'm multi-passionate and my heart goes in different directions based on what's lighting me up at the moment. And that relieved so much pressure on myself to show up in the world in a way that was not truly me. And it was so damn refreshing. And I highly, highly recommend doing this. There's an app that I love called The Pattern. So this human design information is basically the same thing you're going to plug into the Pattern app, but the pattern is like a daily update that helps you understand how it relates to your right now, in a week, in two weeks, in a month, next season. And it's super helpful because, man, number one, it is spot freaking on. It is spooky, spooky. I've added my kids' profiles in there with their information, my husband. And it's really helpful because then I get to understand, okay, this is what's going on with them right now. And so maybe we're not connecting. And that's because he's going through this. He may not know that, but I do. And that's important for me to know that. And this is why I think human design and knowing what kind of energy type you are and your the information that it can give you is because it can tell you how you're showing up in the world and how other people are showing up in the world and how you can work together. Because a lot of times we're frustrated because something we're doing or they're doing isn't landing with us, but we don't know the why. And this kind of gives you the why. And so all of that stuff started back at that tarot card reading around the, the fire pit. And it, really clicked off my curiosity. And that led me to books, podcasts, the energy store I went to, picking up some, some stones, picking up a book about them, learning about them. I don't read those books anymore, but it led me to something else and then something else and then something else. And that got me to human design. And it got me to the pattern. There's also an app called Chani, or C-H-A-N-I. It's an astrology app as well. Very similar to Pattern, but a little different. Uh, the Pattern, they they give you basic information. There's a paywall to get more in-depth information. I paid it. It's it's a, every quarter they'll charge you. I think it's $15. Highly recommend because it's worth the extra information. And it's not like it's telling your fortune or this is what's going to happen to you. It's more of like, hey, there's some patterns that are happening in your life. And it's crazy. It's based on where 
things were in alignment when you were born. So much information that's out there in the world that's not being discussed that I think has so much value. However, we are so conditioned and so trained by culture to see this stuff as fringe, woo-woo, weird, not true, money-making, snake oil, all this stuff. And I was that person years ago, the biggest skeptic about any of it. But the pings started going off. And I followed the pings. But it took me to really sit down and be more mindful and be more present and be more meditative. And my journaling and all those things helped me tune all that bullshit out and to listen to what actually felt like truth to me. If you remember, I stopped drinking back in 2018. It was right after I went to that conference. It was October to the end of the year. And I went early September. And that's when all the light bulbs started going on for me. I was much more introspective. I was listening to myself. I was more alive and awake in my life than I ever been. And so I really just encourage you all not to, not to push away the woo-woo. It has made my life so much more enriching, so much more peaceful. And mind you, this was all happening at a time where I was going through perimenopause, where shit started to fall apart. My emotions started to kind of go wonky places. My body wasn't acting the way it usually, ha- it usually had. And I think there's a lot of that too, that I was searching for like what's going on. However, if I hadn't stopped drinking and really paying attention to me, I don't know where I'd be right now. But the woo-woo has been a huge, huge gift. I feel like I know myself more now than I've ever known in my entire life. It's because I'm letting go a lot of what society and structure of culture tells me I should be paying attention to. And now we still go to church here and there. I take some things and I leave a lot of the rest. Because how I see the world now is a lot different. I think I had a very narrow view of who I was in this world. And now it's like I was taken up to like a bird's eye view or even more than that, like a satellite view of the world. And it gave me a much better perspective of what I'm really here for. You know, think of all the roles you have in your life and all the things you do on a daily basis that are checking off a list. And it's not running to the store for groceries. It's not picking up the dry cleaning. Yes, those are things we may have to do in our daily life, but that is not a life. And it wasn't until I dove into this stuff that I feel like I really got an understanding of what life is truly about. I have loved every single step along the way that's traveling down the woo-woo path because I've met some amazing people. I've read some fantastic books. I've listened to books that made me cry because it's almost like my soul goes, finally, finally, you're getting it. Finally, this feels like you. And I'm not going to be a Reiki master anytime soon, or I'm not going to turn into tarot reader. That's not my jam. 
It's more about me understanding myself at a deep, deep level and understanding myself as a soul. And I think that's really the whole point of being here, learning the lessons. What am I supposed to do here? What's my lesson here? What do I need to overcome in this lifetime? What do I need to change? What struggles do I need to overcome in this lifetime to help me grow into the next lifetime? I'm telling you, do not knock it until you try it. I'm going to put some of my favorite books in the podcast notes, probably in order of the least woo-woo to the most that I've read. If you want to start going down the path, I highly, highly recommend. I do think if you download the Pattern app and plug in all your information, pull out your birth certificate, figure out what the time you were born, the exact time, the city and state you were born in, like the exact city, the one that's on your birth certificate, put all that information in and what it kicks back to you, you will be shocked. Shocked. If you do this on the pattern, come find me. If you want my information, DM me. I will share it with you. Let's be friends on it. I would love to know what it says about you. It's crazy. It's almost for me how the Enneagram went through and it was like, oh my gosh, what are you? What are you? What are you? Uh, this is for me, the pattern, like what's up? Like what's your situation? I just, I freaking love it. My point is this whole conversation is do not neglect the woo-woo. I think it should be part of everyone's personal growth path. I'm not saying you buy a shit ton of crystals and stones. However, it's are kind of fun. I'm not saying you have to light incense and hum and do meditation. However, it feels pretty damn good. Just don't knock it until you try it. And if something inside of you is telling you, hmm, that's interesting. What is that all about? I wonder. Follow the pings. Follow them. What's telling you? I want to know more about that. Go down that road. Read that book. Listen to that podcast. Go pick up the tarot cards. I don't know. Whatever the hell it is. Get curious. And if you find out, eh, not, I'm not feeling it. No big deal. Ditch it. But it has enriched my life like nothing else. I mean, sober life, amazing. Woo-woo life makes it double amazing. Consider it. This is your neighborhood gal. The one that you may have known from the carpool and the baseball bleachers. She loves the woo-woo. And that's okay. You can love the woo-woo too. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to talk about it. You're not weird. Actually, I think you're less weird for doing it. And that's all I have today. So like I said, in the notes, I'll be sharing the books, the apps I was sharing with you, and maybe some people to follow on Instagram if you want to kind of trickle down this road as well. So if you're into the woo-woo as well, share in the comments of the post over on Instagram for this episode specifically about what you're loving, apps, books, people on Instagram you're following, podcast, whatever that is. Share in the comments so we all can benefit from what you know too. And if you have more questions, feel free to DM me. I would love to chat more about this. Maybe you're kind of having some questions like, what, what does that mean? What did that mean? I don't know what that is. Happy to answer for you. So that is what we have today for you guys. Have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you again for being here. I am so grateful for your time. And if you liked what you heard, please head to where you listen to podcasts, rate and review. Please share on Instagram, your social media channels, wherever else you go so we can reach as many people as possible so they can meet these amazing women 
and hear these conversations. If you'd like to connect further, you can find me over at my website at halliesawyer.com or on Instagram. I'm usually going to be at uh, Hallie underscore Sawyer or The Odd Life, which is this podcast specific Instagram account. All right. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you soon.